0: Hello everyone, welcome to Next Generation Saints, I'm your host, Nick Coons. So, I haven't been on in a little bit because I'm fine off a of cold. I also want to think I should actually say, Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I know it's late, um, and like I said, I've always been sick, my wife is also sick right now. So I'm making a quick little um podcast right now while it's early in the morning before i have to go and take care of a whole bunch of fun stuff doing errands so i wanted to address this kind of issue that i heard about in the church i was listening to a few people over in my church talking and something they said kind of got my attention i started listening on youtube to this and i basically started calling calling up and seeing how Christians really think about this, and this is the issue of the: does the Bible have contradictions in it? It's one of those that, when you first hear about it, most Christians, I shouldn't say most, there are Christians out there who accept this as true. Oh well, yeah, the Bible has contradictions, but I believe in it anyways. So I started doing some research into this to find out exactly what they, what does the Bible actually have contradictions or does it not have contradiction? Is it truly, as some Christians say, having, because I say contradiction is a flaw. Does it have flaws in it? Or is it as churches, even there are several churches, many churches that declare that it is the inerrant word of God? Well, first of all, what we have to do is understand what a contradiction is. We have to really define what a contradiction is. And Matt Slick does this over on his website called karm.org. And he says, How do we define it? And I'm going to read directly from his website here. Quite simply, a contradiction occurs when one statement that is said to be true contradicts another statement that is also said to be true. So it's two truth statements. It's no different than when you're studying in uh, Christian apologetics and you come across where the Muslim, like a Muslim, says that Jesus Christ is not God. Right in the Quran and uh, Quran, the Shadith, and Sharia all say Jesus Christ is not God. But then you read in the New Testament how Jesus Christ claims to be God. So you have a um, you have a contradiction between the two of them. An easier way to put it, if without the um, the textual area of religion, you can say, um, let's say the other day I told my wife I went to the store, and then um, but I also said yesterday I did not go to the store. Well. I'm making two truth statements, and both statements cannot be true. I either went to the store, or I didn't go to the store. Same difference with the Bible, and, and the, it, it, with Islam, and with Christianity. Jesus, Jesus either claimed to be God, or he didn't claim to be God. Either he was the Son of God, and actual God in human f- flesh, or he wasn't, and he was just a great prophet and whatnot. But that's ultimately what the conclu- what you have to see for a contradiction. Now, when we look at the Bible, as Christians look at it, we have to ask, okay, what are we looking at that looks contradictory? Well, when you first come across this, and you first see the things that are supposed to contradictions, first of all, it's like, it's like um, let's take it from a perspective of real life. Let's say, you ever had that situation where you walked into the wrong end of the conversation? You know what I mean? Like if you're you're my age of thirty-one and you walk in and hear your friends talking and you think and they and right when you walk in, they say something and you think it's something like say sexual or you think it's something like racist or something of that nature. And you like stop and go, What? And what's the first thing they say? You totally walked into the wrong end of that conversation. And then you find out that The conversation wasn't pertaining to anything sexual or anything racist or any of that nature. And it's happened multiple times. And you can really plug in any kind of scenario. Basically anything that makes you uncomfortable or would seem wrong in some particular way. And it turns out that that's not what the conversation was entailing. Um, I remember watching a commercial on television. And it was a guy. And the whole commercial was "Don't, don't judge the situation before you know what's going on. And the whole thing was a guy was trying to get a suitcase out from an airplane. They're flying up in the sky. And he this guy opens up the overhead luggage container. And he's pulling on his luggage to get this bag out. And they hit some turbulence. And it was enough to knock him off his feet. And he falls into the lap of a woman that's right next to him. And the way that he landed... And his wife wakes up after right when this turbulence happens. So it literally was in a split second after um, he landed, you know, fell over on this woman, that his wife looks over, and it looks like they're doing something. Obviously, it doesn't look good. And it's simply, simply like they... And we all know, because we all saw what happened beforehand, that he was simply trying to get a bag on. We all saw that the plane hit turbulence. We saw that he um, lost his balance and he fell over. But his wife only sees him in a particular position with a woman, another woman. So, you know, don't judge a situation too quickly. Another type thing is saying, like, with a politician. You can hear one say, I remember with Donald Trump, so many people talking about him. And they'll say, oh, look, he he said this terrible thing. And they'll play a 30-second clip, even less than that, 20-second clip of him saying something. And I have to admit, it sounds terrible horrible i can see their point of view on whatever it is that they were showing me but then i also say okay what happened what's the context what did he say before what did he say after let's get exactly what he was trying to talk about same thing happened to candace owens and you find out that they actually that this what what was taken what they were saying was taken out of context and was really used as almost a weapon against them well the same thing with the Bible. When we come across something that looks allegedly really bad, it's really easy to solve the problem. Is you just have to look at it in context. You have to look at the allegation that's being made. You have to look at um, basically what does it say beforehand, even what does the book talk about, what are they referring to. Sometimes it's not easy. So it's So what you have to do is go through... And really just research into what the thing is talking about. Like what the Bible is referring to, whatever scripture you're looking at. So, that's really all it is. It, in essence, it's just knowing it in context. Now, the Bible does have variances, a little bit. But they're less than one half of a percent. Between the Old, of the old and the New Testament. So we don't really see contradictions at all in the bible we can and i remember having a conversation before with um with a close friend of mine and we were having this conversation about it and he goes he says to me well nick would you agree that the bible looks like it has con- contradictions in it but doesn't and I said, yeah, I can agree to that. I can agree with that because, obviously, as I was just describing, even Max Slick points out on Karm.org, when he asks the question, does the Bible have contradictions in it? He says, yes, of course it does. It looks like the Bible has contradictions, of course. However, when you study in the context, you find out that, no, there was no actual contradiction made. It was a misunderstanding of that of the statement. So it was more on our end, or on my end, or whomever it end, basically on, on the human end, than it was with the Bible. Now, I want to go ahead and lead this into the last part of this before I get going. And I'll wrap it up with this. When we talk about contradictions, when we talk about, and there there are certain, certain Christians who lean more to the left, more liberal, and they'll talk about this, I also lead to this thought process, and this is my thought process. I'm not drawing it from any website. If God has contradictions in his word which even though we discussed it and we know it doesn't that would mean that God lies and I say that because let's say back and I I, I can fly to politicians so easily when talking about this because well politicians lie they went by hook or by crook way back in the day when I was very very young even slightly beforehand right after Ronald Reagan Bill Clinton took office and I didn't know anything because I was a young young lad and I didn't find out until it was later and whatnot the whole entire impeachment investigation and his impeachment in office. But we all know about, if you ask anyone about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, they'll always know that Bill Clinton said before, before Congress and the Senate I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Then he turns right around and says, actually... I did have sexual relations with that woman. He lied. Well, like I said, so when it leads to lying. Now, when we have a lie and God does a lie, how can he hold the world accountable? How can he? If God is going to judge the world based on the Ten Commandments, and one of the Ten Commandments says you shall not lie, he has to cover for himself. He He can't judge the rest of the world. He would be incapable of doing it. You can't have a corrupt judge judge others. It's we know morally it's not acceptable. So with that leading to this thought, if as Christians we're told to put our ultimate faith into Jesus Christ for our salvation, then wouldn't it be pretty sad like you just feel terrible for the person? If you would have somebody put their faith and trust, ultimately, their entire salvation and eternity into a God that could contradict himself at the last possible minute, that would make John 3.16 really nothing at all. He would back off from his word. He wouldn't keep his word. Oh, well, you know, I changed my mind. I contradicted myself and whatever. That's pretty scary to think about. And to think that if you would put your ultimate faith and trust into that, if you had somebody who always contradicted themselves like a politician, would you not look like a big old joke at the end of the day if you were to put your faith and trust? I mean... You hear about breakups and spouse I hear with boyfriends and girlfriends, husbands and wives I hear about it in different types of relationships I I trusted them and they said that they would do this And they made a promise to me And they broke their promise, they contradicted themselves And they're like crying their eyes out I'm going, imagine you have that with Jesus Christ Jeez Louise I pity I'm not trying to be rude here, but I'm going to be straight blunt forward with you because I love you guys too much to be politically correct or to sugarcoat this. I pity any Christian who thinks, who puts their faith ultimately in Christ with the notion that God contradicts himself. Because now I can see that on the Day of Judgment when it matters the most, and you're putting your faith into John 3.16, what Jesus Christ did on the cross... That same God you're claiming that contradicts himself may just come out and go, you know what? Nah, my son didn't die for your sins. I changed that whole thing. Oh, by the way, you're screwed. Um, He didn't die for your sins. You put your faith in the wrong thing. And I really like it, like the idea of human sacrifices now and you got to go earn your salvation and all that stuff. You know, stuff like that. I pity the person who thinks that way. And I don't mean it as a rude way, but as straightforward. Thank God that when we look at the Bible, we know it's not chock full of contradictions. Thank God when we read it in its context, we can understand that we can put our faith ultimately into Jesus Christ. Thank God that when we actually study it, that Jesus Christ's salvation that God has provided to us through his son Christ who died upon the cross to forgive our sins, is trustworthy 110% that you can put your faith and trust into. The only thing I have to say is, at the end of this, to conclude this, is if you're one of those Christians who believes this, I'd re-examine your belief system in the same contradictions. I would re-examine it because you're being lied to by Satan. And I'm not blaming you. I'm not attacking and saying you're a horrible person. But I am going to point out that I recognize an enemy's attack. And you need to re-examine the Bible. What you believe in that statement that you think is true and that you've accepted so far. Because, and here's the last and I swear this last one. Read the book of Job. Because when you mischaracterize God, the book of Job shows you how much God takes that personally. So anyways... May God bless all of you, and may the peace of the Lord be with you now and forever. Amen.